Do you guys want to know how fucking gangster our president is? This motherfucker is winning all these states and posting his Instagram picture with him pointing two fingers at you. Like, what's up? I'm a bad motherfucker. Then he posts some shit of Mike Bloomberg eating fucking donuts and licking his fingers. And he said, mini Mike, that's disgusting and unsanitary and unsafe to others. I said, fuck, dude, this guy is fucking, this motherfucker's out of control. It's like what every average Joe would probably be if they were the president. <laughs> Posting arrogant ass shit and like, I'm still getting the job done. Uh, I don't know, guys. Short podcast today. Um, you know, they say a lot of podcasts don't make it past the fifth one. And um, might be at this stagnant moment right here. Um, but I figured it was better to get it out than to not get it out. Um, so today I'll talk to you guys a little bit about um, the anxiety you get from nothing. Um, and I mean nothing in a, in, in a sense where... You know, I don't know how if everyone experiences it differently, uh, but you know, there'd be days that like, you know, just you wake up and you're just not feeling hot. You know, you're just feeling off. Like, I wonder if it's a glitch in the matrix. Like, that's when I start believing in like the simulation theory, because it's like everything is okay in life. Like, but then you have this like news from like the coronavirus, and like you know, you're hearing all those things. So like, that fear shit kicks in, and I feel like it's kind of like, even though like subconsciously you don't believe it, you're like, fuck this, I don't believe that shit. But subconsciously you're like, wait a minute, what if it is true? What if there is a global outbreak? What if they barricade us in our house? What are we gonna do? Where are we gonna get water? Where are we gonna get food? Is the government gonna help us? What about my family? What about my friends? And then when you start letting those thoughts just run like a fucking run on sentence in your mind, like you don't have control anymore, you lose control. So um, I think I've been battling with some of that lately. I'm supposed to go to Europe next week. Um, to catch up with some family and uh, party with some friends. and uh, But it's mainly UK. Um, but that's been a big fear that uh, people have been telling me, people have been asking me not to go. Um, but uh, I think I'm still going to thug it out. I don't know. My biggest fear would be to be quarantined somewhere else. Uh, luckily for me, uh, two out of the three places I'm going, I have family and uh, friends. Uh, but, you know, God willing, that shit doesn't happen. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm kind of excited if uh, if we do get to go, you know, if the president doesn't travel ban anything, I'll definitely love to do a podcast from Scotland. I have uh, some cousins, friends, I guess. Uh, I'm also meeting up with my buddy, John Masters. He's going to be in Dublin and England with me. So I'll definitely do a podcast with him and hang out there. Um, have some therapy talk and uh, you know, talk about our experiences and why, uh, why at our age, like we still feel real comfortable. I mean... I remember when everybody got married super young. I, and I, I even remember when I was young. I might have been like six or seven, eight. And I remember going to these weddings that were friends of my dad's family or friends of my mom's family, whatever the case. Uh, and I remember the people would be 25, 26, 27. And then now looking back, I'm, I'm 31 years old. I'm, put, I'm 32 this year. And I think I'm going in the direction of solidarity um, where... You know, you, you are by yourself and who you let in is very particular. So if I have somebody, it's something very special to me. And, I, you know, there's reasons for why these things. I have my theories of, of why I, I like to keep certain things hidden or keep certain things in the dark because nothing is sacred in this generation anymore. Almost uh, the whole world is upside down, really. You know, I, I feel like the whole we just live in this retarded matrix of a place you know what i mean like why 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 is why is everything so stressful why is it so rugged you would think in the age of technology 
uh, things would be easier. There would be so much peace. Everything would be understood better. But it feels like we're in the infancy of the technology stage. Like eventually, I'm sure we'll get to a place where technology has helped change life in itself and there's peace and uh, everything is so much easier. And I, I, I'm hoping that one day it gets to that like like utopia type of uh, vibe, right? But right now, I feel like we're in that beginning stage where people don't know shit. It was like when, uh, like, I don't know, when they discovered oil or where they started making steel, they just fucking went out of control. They didn't think about things adequately. They just thought about profits probably and put up a building, put up a building, put up a building. They, well, I'm sure like if there was a more thought out process or, or great minds got together, uh, they'd be able to, they would have done things differently. Um, but history has shown us that, you know, we are animals and, you know, we fuck up a lot of things. Um, you know, but it is what it is. A little worried about what's going to go happen with uh, work. You know, I, I am a doorman in, in, in a hotel in the city. And I feel like if that virus outbreak shit is uh, crazy, you know, it might put some people out of work. But you know, the people that ain't going to be out of work is the healthcare people. You know, that's going to be some scary shit. Like, but I don't want to feed into that. You know, just uh, buy yourself some water. Be prepared. Um what else? What else? What else? Uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, man. Black people are just quiet right now. But um, let me tell y'all something. Your man's a race baiter, you know? And uh, being a race baiter, uh, sometimes, you know, we think things for our cultures and we're like, yo, this, this, is, this is good for us. Nah, son. Sometimes it's bullshit. Sometimes it's not good for you, um, which is what I think is what happened here. Um, personally, I think that, uh, you know, the whole... I understand being proud of your culture, but, you know, when you start saying shit like, this is for my people, this is for my people, like, and you don't understand another person's culture, I think that becomes a problem. And, you know, if he would have just said, listen, I got outboxed, uh, or I wasn't feeling well, or whatever the case, but no excuses, nobody would care. But the fact that he didn't say that, and he used an excuse over, like, his uh, his walkout outfit was, like, gave him no legs, like, that's bullshit, bro. Come on, no one believes that. Um, Tyson Fury did a great job. That's going to be interesting. England now has all the heavyweight championships. So uh, there's two guys that probably should fight. Um, I don't see how it doesn't work out. I know uh, Deontay Wilder already uh, took the rematch. It's happening in August in the summer. So we'll see what happens. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Again, in August, part three uh, is going to be coming. And uh, we'll see what's up. Uh, that was a cool fight. We got some more UFC coming up. I think everybody is excited. If you are a real fan, uh, the Khabib versus Tony Ferguson fight is going to be fire. And uh, for those of you who do not know, Khabib Nagamedov is 27-0 and 0 in the UFC is what I believe his record is. And he's going against Tony Ferguson, who's like 14, I think, 14 and, and 1 or, or some shit like that. But um, both guys are just real incredible, and they're kind of like opposites of each other. Uh, Khabib is a, a Russian that's, you know, a great wrestler, and that's what he's known for, wrestling you to the ground and just beating the shit out of you. Whereas this other guy is just, like, fucking crazy on all ends. He does weird shit, and it's always a show. It's like a showtime type shit, you know? Um, all I can say about that is that I'm going to be real excited to see what happens, because I feel like if Khabib takes him down, Tony's going to be okay throwing him fucking elbows. Like, he's going to have to smash him. Like, there's going to be some... Has to be okay. It's gonna be some some crazy shit because I I don't know I don't know but I'm very intrigued. But I wouldn't be surprised if one of those fights ends quickly. You know I wouldn't be surprised if Khabib grabs him, slams him to the ground, and just pounds him. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it ended. 
Uh, also wouldn't be surprised if Tony Ferguson did what we all want him to do, which is I feel like do surprising shit and we'll go five rounds or KO him. So, um, you know, you always ask for the KO, but um, when you when you like the science, when you like to see the strategy, you know, I, I, Mike Tyson said this on his podcast. He said, you know, you, you strategize and you think about things, but when you're really fighting, it's just motion. Whatever's happening is happening. You, it, you know, you practice combination, but you're just flowing. And I, I believe that because, you know, sometimes even in exercise, you get caught up. They talk about it uh, in running. They say that the runner's high is like getting caught up. And you can catch that as early as 30 seconds in or 30 minutes later. Um, I've, I've been running before where I'm a minute in and all of a sudden something clicks. I feel euphoric and my it's kind of like an out-of-body experience. Not really. It's almost like you're floating right on the tip of leaving your body or something. You have like cruise control. Um, and I've got that right away. And then I've got that when I thought I was shot where I was just like, damn, man, I'm fucking worn out. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see how it, how it goes. Um, so LA just, uh, legalized traveling with marijuana in your luggage. Do you know what that means, folks? Do you know what that means? That means we are on the road to legalization. But unfortunately, it's only out of LAX. So now, when that happens in LAX, who knows what's going to happen when you land in Kennedy? Um, because remember, in New York State, you're, I think you're only legal to carry up to like two ounces or some shit like that. So anyone that's getting excited thinking, I'm going to go to Cali, I'm going to buy a pound. Listen, I'd say, ah, space it out between 10 people's luggages. You know what I mean? Like, It's uh, probably not worth it. Uh, the risk is kind of scary. I've come back with edibles before. Um, but never nothing crazy, crazy, maybe, uh, two dozen, uh, packs, you know, of, uh, candy and cookies and shit like that. Like not things that obviously I feel like when the drug is separated in that form, like the actual herb looks scarier than a pack of fucking gummy bears. You know what I mean? So I can understand the, the, it looking different. Um, but that's going to be really cool. Cause I feel like eventually we'll all have that at our, uh, Availability and if anyone is still against pot, like you're an idiot, like you you are, like there's that yours you're just dumb, and you know you can't knock it if you haven't tried it because you're gonna get the three H's: happy, hungry, horny, and then sleepy, uh, give or take. Uh, you're gonna want a sandwich and like your favorite TV show. I mean, you know that's the worst case that's gonna happen. Or you know you might get a little freaky and be like, oh, let me go down to the massage parlor, get a rub and tug. You know, and if you don't get rub and tug either, something's wrong with you. You know, back in the day, that was the shit. Don't want to date no bitch. You just go get a rub and tug. You know, you had a long, stressful day, rub and tug. You know, you were hungover and depressed. You woke up, rub and tug. Solves all the issues. But anyway, that's just some queen shit for you. Um, what else? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I think we got to take back the summer. I think, fellas, we got to take back the summer. It was hot girl summer last year, and we got to come up with something, something, something. But um, I feel interesting. I feel like this is my last summer. I feel like this is like my last summer, summer, summer. Because at some point, I'm probably going to need to like become a father or like get married. That's going to be like my next urge, my next primal urge. You know, you come to a place where you just feel like you've done everything you want to do in life. That's kind of why I'm just doing this podcast. Like I don't, I'm not interested in other people's opinions of shit that. I, I, was always, I, I was always a firm believer in not taking people's advice who don't have what I want. And sticking to that at first sounded very arrogant. 
But now it's just made sense. It's the only way to operate because you can take different levels of, of communication and take what you want from them. But it's, it's just you can't listen to like somebody who's never bought a home tell you about real estate. You can't talk to a poor guy about trying to become a millionaire or something like that, you know? Um, and at first it sounded arrogant, but now I'm, I'm kind of okay with everything in life. Um, I've done some cool shit, you know, and I'm on, we got some great things lined up and I'm very comfortable where I'm at in my life. And not that I have a career uh, as far as that. I've always had like a great, like a good job, right? And I've had that for a while. And um, I think other avenues are opening in a way where, you know, financial freedom is, is a possibility. I just feel like we're all too spooked sometimes to see sometimes what's clearly right in front of you. Um, but, you know, one day at a time and just, you know, I think having more faith in yourself and believing in yourself. You know, and remember, always saying that, like, don't, don't take advice from people who don't have what I want, like. I got some haters too, bro. Everybody has some fucking haters. But who are my haters? Some fucking losers that like hang out in bars that nobody likes? <laughs> Not surprising though, right? Like that's, that's what the fuck it is. Um, but uh, just keep going. You know what I mean? Know what I mean, Jelly Bean, son? I'm not trying to get too emotional. I'm trying to make this shit pop. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me uh, stress this. Listen, nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody gives a fuck about you. You just got to go do your own fucking thing. Because if you look at things logically, like, you're your own world. You're Keanu Reeves. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you're Neil. Like, figure the shit out, bro. Like, it's, it's only up to you. Nobody can do it for you. You can't force people to be in relationships with you and try to make shit work. You know, I know some cabronas, some dumbasses, uh, people who have ruined good relationships. I have ruined good relationships, I think, probably when I was younger. But, um... You know, it's not even about that. It's just about you having to... It's all inside of yourself. If you want to do that shit, you're going to make it happen. So I feel like too many people these days are complaining, um, you know, about love, about all kinds of shit. But no one's really out here trying to get it done. Um, and if you're trying to get it done, go for it. Keep going. Don't believe nobody's bullshit. I don't listen to people who don't have what I want. So if you think that... I have something you want or, or I have attained something that you want. Believe me, you can get it too. As long as you just burn that shit into your head. Um, so I say that to say this. I'm trying to bring you guys the Adobe Voice podcast. Uh, time is a little rough uh, to get all of our personalities in line. What we want to talk about. How we want to do the segments. Um, we don't even use equipment. We use the basic app. Um, I always freestyle my pods. Uh, with the guys, we're going to need more structure. Um, but I was talking to them and, and, you know, we really want to get that off the ground. We have sample recordings for a lot of stuff. Uh, we're trying to do some editing, but we just, we're going to keep recording and uh, eventually something's going to pop. Um, maybe we'll leak some, some audio at some point. Uh, but that's some funny shit. You're ready for the pot roast. Um, and yeah, we're going to see uh, what else is popping. What's coming up in the next few weeks? What is it? March 4th? March is one of those weird-ass months. But you know what? My sister was born in this month. Not that bad. Uh, gotta go. Uh, bring her something nice from uh, Europe for sure. I love my sister. My sister's a real smart little girl. And I have a, a stepsister and a real sister. Uh, my blood sister, she's so smart. And like, she's doing some human resource shit at some like law firm. If 
fucking hanging out in Midtown. Shit was like out of fucking nowhere. That transition just fucking happened. She came back from school, had like a regular ass job, and then one day to the next, she's a city girl. Ugh. Probably dancing all over the Midtown. Yikes. Yikes. And she got like my attitude too, so it's like even worse. It's like this little unsuspecting girl with Daniel's attitude. Don't get slapped. Um, yep, 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 yep. So, um, uh, fuck, man. I keep forgetting shit. I always forget shit. I don't write shit down. Um, but yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully next week we'll be able to bring you some Adobo Boys podcast type shit. Um, I want to send a special thank you uh, to management. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, management does all the the bio information for all these episodes and consistently giving me ideas and books to write shit down. So I appreciate you. Um, aside from that, um, yeah, maybe that'll be it for now. Fuck. I don't know. We'll figure it out and uh, keep going from, from, from there. Guys, we'll see you next week.